Gearheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the River King, Tom Kench, who was released July 9th, 2015. Still not my fucking birthday. Still, no, there's July one. Still not my goddamn birthday. We're getting there. One of these days. We'll there. <laughs> I have um, uh, Ari on my birthday. Ooh, there we go. See? That's a good one. Jamie well, gets one. Uh, and <laughs> we spoiler get a couple. alert. <laughs> oh, apologies. Spoiler oh, no, no, no. alert. We're joined with a guest today. Plug your ears. <laughs> uh, Jamie Justice. Hello. Hello. This is me. I am the Jamie of Justice. <laughs> if you've ever tuned into any of our streams, you've probably heard Jamie Justice playing ARAMs with us. A, a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, what made you decide to join us for Tom Kench specifically? Uh, so, when I started playing around 2019, uh, I was going around through many champions that I wanted to play, and I felt somewhat interested. But I, <laughs> the ones I picked, such as Velkaz, um, Syndra, Great champions, um, not for starting out. And <laughs> uh, Tom Kench really got me into the lore in terms of just he is a perfect personality, lovely gentleman. Um, <laughs> I love his top hat and the, the so whole jaunty. idea of him just consuming people uh, and a very Louisiana rough <laughs> accent of his. <laughs> just a solid character yeah he's so distinct like Mm -hmm. you're not confusing him with anybody else in this game yeah Yeah. i like there's very (laughs) few characters that i've like hit that top 10 like 10 out of 10 mark and it's like tom kench Jin, a soul just perfect design yeah character wise yeah he reminds me a lot of brahm in that way like a well-designed well-designed champion, very distinct and, and memorable, great quotes, and also he has some lore, but not a lot of it. <laughs> but not a lot of it. <laughs> He's the evil Brom. Aw. Aw. Oh, Mark disappeared. Brom Kench. Oh, Brom. Oh, I mean, it's Mark. Oh, Mark. Aw, Mark is the Brom of the group. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, there Thank he you. is. <laughs> I came back just in time to get complimented. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie accidentally called you Brom. <laughs> that's cool. That's fine. That, that is that's a compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very compliment. <laughs> uh, what does Tom Kench sound like? I did decide, Mark, you have to go last because you were born to do this accent. I have been, we're not going to be you. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I spent most of today talking like Tom Kench to my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fun voice to do. You can just Next make time up you DM shit. for us, there's just for sure going to be. <laughs> it's All funny right. that you should say that, Mark. <laughs> That's the core of my quote game today. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first because mine's probably going to be the worst. <clears throat> I picked, I only read a few quotes and I picked the one that this is like my approach to dieting. <clears throat> the only real sin is to deny a craven beautiful thank you very good i can't really do tom kench you nailed it <laughs> all right let's hear yours jamie even without a bait you can still cast a line and hope Ooh, nice, nice. i didn't hear that line that's a good one it's very inspirational uh it's right? whenever he uses um <laughs> it's whenever he uses his ward 
He's, oh, really? he's nice. a lot of voice lines. He Yeah. Um, you're duller than a broken sandwich. That's pretty good. That's very <laughs> Graves. He kind of got into a Graves space with that, but it's a good. That's Listen, a really good Graves. It's, you know, it's similar right, to well, us. Hold on. <clears throat> you're oh. duller than a broken sandwich. There you go. You have to act Ooh. like there's a sandwich in your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine the, the same big stupid joke. <laughs> imagine Tom Kench's big tongue is in your mouth, and that's oh, basically have around. Tom Kench's big tongue. Oh. <laughs> Are we trying to get aroused, or what's happening in this episode? <laughs> they really didn't Too capture his gigantic tongue in the plushie that they made. They oh. do not at all. That should just be a big small. tongue coming out. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah, straight up. They're not going to make Tom Kench merch for another thirty years, so probably not. (laughs) I'll take it. Uh, Can I do a quote that's not a quote, but it made me laugh? The the idea of it. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm bigger than you. I'm high in the food chain. Get in my belly. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. You know, Whoa. I was very Why tempted. Why did you have to break the Austin Powers reference? <laughs> so early. I started thinking about it and it made me laugh a lot. That honestly is really good. Mm. I was so tempted on doing a very similar thing. I wanted to, um, well, let me ask you to do quotes. I was going to be like, <laughs> get a $5 filled meal at your local KFC. It's bigger looking good. <laughs> he, does, he does have that energy. Yes. Man. Get in old yawn belly. <laughs> <laughs> yawn belly. That that would be like his uh, restaurant name. He should be in the food AU, man. He is in the food AU. Oh, is he? he? Is, he's a chef, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Damn. I guess I meant more as like a, a fast food mascot. I didn't think about him right. as like a... That would yeah. be really good. Uh, I don't know. He's a master chef. Okay. Master chef. All right. I have a dumb question asked 10 minutes in, but did we go over, like, audio and recording and audacity and everything with Blue Jay beforehand? Yes. John? Okay. It's like, wait, are you recording? Yeah. Sorry. I did it via chat earlier, but always good yeah, to double yeah. check. Yeah, good, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Ever since the great Faye incident. We did where, start recording fr- with Faye. I forgot to tell her until several minutes into the recording. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, wait, Faye, are you recording? And she was not. Yeah. So what? <laughs> recording? Oh, my no. bad, Faye. That was my bad. <laughs> All right. Well, on the Riot Universe page, Tom Kench has his bio, short story, one short story, two videos, his champion teaser, and the uh, Legend of Bilgewater, which is just a telling of the one short story that he has on his page. He also has some concept art and a champion insights link, which just just leads you to the game updates. I'm sure it's there somewhere. You just have to... Honestly, it's not. No? (laughs) I had to... I had to go... You'd have to go back several years, and it's literally all the patch notes are there. Like, I went back as far as it would let me really? go, and it wasn't there. Although, right. I, I did find it on Google afterwards, but it's oh. basically, like, it's not necessarily a Wayback Machine, but it is someone who just kind of screenshotted. <laughs> <laughs> even lower uh, tech solution. Yeah. Hell yeah, Ryan. Right. Very lovely. Like, Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> and I actually do have bits of it copied, because I found them very funny. Really? Okay. <laughs> I'll be curious. 
Uh, by the way, the bio is by Odin Austin Schaefer and oh. Ariel Lawrence. Oh, two. Ooh, tag tag team. Writers. Two, tag two writers team. for two coats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense because there are two separate short stories. The- yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the bio. Tom Kench, just a normal demon in Bilgewater. His bio is kind of different because Tom Kench is a legend and should remain as such. So we're not getting like where Tom Kench came from or anything like that. His goal is really just to like tempt people and eat their sins, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Let me get them out of here for you. Let me get them out of here. (laughs) Yummy, yummy gluttony. Mm. (laughs) And I guess to be fair, Tom Kench, uh, not from Bilgewater or exclusively in Bilgewater. But the version of Tom Kench that we see in game is the Bilgewater version of Tom Kench. Mm. There's like, you know, he has no form himself, kind of like Evelyn, oh, okay, but that's yeah. how Bilgewater people see him. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they still see him as a fish, don't they? In yeah. other places? They yeah. A, yeah. Well, they do in Zon. They, they prob- do in Zon. They, they call him a big fish. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I would assume so... he's fish like in all of them because he does stick to mm-hmm. the rivers mm. yes. and the lakes that he's used to. <laughs> <laughs> that one in. No one saw that shit coming. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So uh, he doesn't really have a backstory, um, but a couple of examples of how he tempts people. And okay, he doesn't eat their sins. He eats them in a way. Yeah. Sometimes physically, sometimes metaphorically. You know. <laughs> anyway, the very first stories about Tom Kench came from Serpentine, who told. Uh, Oh god, they oh okay, people told about a huge fish with a big fat mouth who would promise people great things for a small sacrifice. The first story we get is about a raftsman who wanted more than his poor sad life. Tom Kench said he could give him more if he just told a lie to his brother. So he did, and later he was shown a fork in the river that led him to a camp of people who offered him new good food and a lovely evening. Oh my god, sorry. The raftsman saw Tom Kench again, who said he could have an even better time, but he had to tell another lie. So the raftsman agreed and lied to the people at the camp, and then he was granted another fork in the river that led to, like, a sick rave, I guess. I don't know. The bio doesn't say. (laughs) Just a bigger, better night. (laughs) That continued to happen night after night. I'm really curious what that last night looked like. Like, that he's just stumbling upon people. Shows up at Burning Man. (laughs) (laughs) We're Is going to EDC. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a ticket to Coachella. Oh, you take man. that river, Dan? <laughs> I want raved out Tom Kinch. I want, like, right? music fest to Tom Kinch. <laughs> to Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's it. That was the peak of the episode. <laughs> this, we're done. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> um, anyway, as this continued to happen night after night, lying became easier and easier. The river did eventually end, though, and the raftsman found himself alone at sea with no one around and no way home. Bum, bum, bum. bum, bum, bum. The second story we get is in Piltover. Tom Kench was able to kind of easily go there once the sun gates from Bilgewater to Piltover were open. I like that he still needs to travel like a person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't teleport or anything. He's like, oh, I really need, like, I need to, I need to hit the bus, you know? <laughs> I need to catch a train to Pilty. Um, anyway, in Zon, he's known as Two Coats because he's so big, he has to wear two coats sewn together. That's how he got that name. 
It's I think his best one. He's got a lot of names. But I did write a few of them down. That, I like you know, Yawn Belly personally. No, Yawn no, Belly is good. I like the Great Waddler. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> this, this is just a co- this is just talking about a pregnant person now. In, in my notes, I dare you. I questioned uh, whether or not if did he learn to stitch? Did he stitch it himself? Did he Ooh. have someone like his mother stitch for him? You know, <laughs> it's funny because he doesn't have a form, you know? No. Like, he, he crafted this form himself, and he decided to make it. Like, he, I feel like he could have just given himself a coat. I but instead he was like, oh, no, no coat is big enough for a creature my size. What if I just conjure up uh, two coats that are sewed together? He didn't have to do that. <laughs> I almost like it because like, like, he's like reflective of the people, right? And so what does Zahn see as like, ooh, a big creepy demon thing? He's wearing fancy coats and he's got two of them. Cause, like, I like that. Yeah. I love that, actually. Yeah. I, I don't think he actually stitched them together. He just magicked it, stitched together. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> he can't teleport. It. He has. He needs a. G- <laughs> he needs a gate, but he can make his clothes. I don't know. Well, it's anyway. just that the gate was blocking the river. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. There's a story that he was in Piltover one progress day and went to a Piltoven inventor and offered her an idea to get her some higher up attention. He just wanted a lock of her hair. She agreed, and the work she did with Tom Kench. Uh, landed her a really sick contract. She needed to impress her patrons, though, so she got another idea from Tom Kench. This time, the exchange was all of her hair. She still needed better inventions, though, so the next time she gave Tom Kench the tip of her finger and then her ear, and over the course of a year, gave up most of herself. Uh, and that girl was Ori. <laughs> <laughs> or she Camille. For Tom- <laughs> I was thinking Camille, actually. Or she Renat. <laughs> She's just missing an arm. <laughs> she called for Tom Kench again, <laughs> begged him to stop all this, so he ate her whole. Gum. Gum. Uh, that's kind of all we know of him. He has a lot of names. He's pretty well known, but people keep following for his shit because they're greedy. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I love the idea of this type of demon. Mm. So, like, I feel like a lot of the times when you hear about, like, making deals with demons, their whole thing is, like, they will find a way to trick you Mm. or they'll find a way to like cheat on the deal a Mm -hmm. bit like you know like monkey paw that shit i i love that tom kench only targets people that he knows like i'm gonna give him some shit but i know it's not gonna be enough so i'm just gonna keep off and he he always makes good on his deals yeah he's not Mm -hmm. tricking people he's giving them exactly what he said he was gonna give them Mm -hmm. But he just knows the people to go to that he's going to get to eat. No, it's really great. I Because like, I find that, that other trope a little bit more frustrating. It could be, be kind of fun. But I like that Tom Kench, he's not, his goal isn't even to kill people. He just wants no. them to, like, destroy their lives. And he that's, yeah. like, what he's eating. It's so good. I was, I was so befuddled uh, when I was <laughs> um, reading over to the bio again. And I was, uh, in one of my notes, I written that it was incredibly surprising to see that he the first person does not get consumed he's left completely by himself Mm -hmm. and uh tom kench is absolutely satisfied by just the notion that he like got exactly what he was looking for which was this person being consumed by his greed and it doesn't have to be literal not always yeah yeah Yeah. we see that in the short story too i really like Mm -hmm. the short story Mm -hmm. and the reading of it is so good um and and the the idea is that if this raspin does live, 
uh, the temptation of Tom Kench offering him things is still there and it will always be there for the rest of his life and he's either going to have to live with that and ignore it or give into it yes yeah. Tom Kench is so fun I mean he, he's like addiction personified right like and, yes. and they give us that, and this is a short story too um, and I really like mm-hmm. I really like that I think I really like the, both those stories because they're so like storybook like the like taking a lock of hair is super yeah. storybook yeah. Mm-hmm. and back in like Kale Morgana I really didn't like those stories because they were trying to tell a story and were kind of muddled and this is like two very clear simple morality plays that you instantly understand oh yeah don't lie lying's bad like this is what you would <laughs> tell a little kid like or Tom like Tom Kinch will get you to lie you know or, or you know don't lose yourself or a, to your, your work type shit you know it's very simple and straightforward but very effective um, yeah. the moral of the story is the character yeah yeah, yeah precisely yeah. and it's all it's all things like that you could relate to even or mm-hmm. like oh just tell one lie like i can do that that's <laughs> so easy and just a little bit of my hair even the tip of the finger you're like oh for like my whole future to be solidified i just have to give up my fingertip that's nothing but then the snowball of it is just it's really fun mm-hmm. not for them but <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah. yeah i like too how the you can kind of track the Bible does a good job of tracking how he proliferates through his stories being told because it starts out in like the serpentine river delta mm. and then they start inter- they spread out to Bilgewater and then when trade opens up it's not like literally the sun gates opened right it's like they start trading with Bilgewater and the yeah, tales yeah. flood in it's a neat mechanism for him to spread right which mm-hmm. is cool yeah I like that a lot um, yeah he's definitely one of my one of my favorite of the demon probably, he's probably my favorite demon I think yeah Uh, i mean he's the most well thought out of the demons the other demons we have are i guess new fiddlesticks is pretty fun yeah Yeah, i do like new fiddle he's more interesting Uh, yes and i like um you know i I knew going into the bio that we likely weren't gonna get you know his history his motivations Mm -hmm. because like they're, they're all gonna suck, you know? Like, you oh, can't, yeah, they you would can't suck. write something good like that. I don't that need to hear about Tom Kench being a little boy somewhere, and he was consumed by his own greed mm. that killed his papa, yeah. and now yeah. then he ate a fish, and the fish ate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, whatever they were gonna fucking come up with. the old reverse Jonah. We call that the Jonah Hex. <laughs> all right, you're, oh, you're done good. for the night, yeah. John. You're out. <laughs> Put him in the put him in like the penalty box. <laughs> we have a big animal crate in there for sure that you could fit in. That's where you have to spend the rest of the episode. Gotta eat the ingredients to a cake. From <laughs> I was just I literally just watched that episode. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, but I like, but you know, I like, I like how they did it. Just give us a, give us a few stories that show what he's all about. I think like yeah. the only thing that I would like to see, and we do get a bit of this in the. the fuck was that? I think my phone fell off. So oh. I was like, uh, <laughs> we do get a bit of this, like in the video, not the one of them telling the story, but like his kind of release trailer. But I would well, love one soon. of these stories, but like through Tom <laughs> Kench's eyes, kind of like we got for Evelyn when she was kind of mm. choosing her target and deciding yeah. like, how she was gonna get him. Like I think that'd be pretty cool. Mark froze. I have a look he, of surprise. He, froze he looks so. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a little puppy. Oh, he's gone again. Oh. <laughs> That was just hey. the cutest little freeze. He was like, 
He's looking so concerned. That's, that's You're not really going to put John in that crate, right? Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah, I, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, my, my, my only complaint is very similar to John's, where I wish we had more of his own perspective. And I think that's what we get with a lot of his interactions in Legends of Terra, where it's him talking to each of these characters as their character. Um, mm. He's not trying to lure them or talk to them as if like he's making a deal with them. He's treating them like, similar in game where he talks to other people, where he's treating them as like another person. And it's incredibly interesting because you see a very non-biased character in a world where everyone is sort of uh, fighting for all this power. He's a person who's comfortable for what he is, and who he is, and um, the notion in game, whenever he interacts with other characters, for example, with Garen, is given Garen the idea that he can get the... Um, if he makes a deal with Tom Kench, he would get the love of his sister and the love of his nation. And similar with a lot of other characters like uh, Darius, for example, and um, his brother... Draven. 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 Draven, yes. Um, saying that Draven could have more popularity and uh, fame to his name if Darius wasn't in the way. And I would love to see a short story of Tom Kench that explores that idea, where he interacts with a, another champion that we know they're not going to get eaten up in the end. <laughs> it would be an incredibly cool scene if it did, but I feel like it would be even cooler if we saw a scene where he just talks with somebody else. Sure. Um, which we kind of do yeah. get in the cinematic where he does the little fourth wall break towards the end. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious to go sorry. through like which champions would be really fun to pair him with. It was hard. To, yeah. I didn't really think about that aspect of it because I was very like, I was very satiated with all the Tom Kench stuff. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, what, what, what could you do with him? I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. Um, you know what I would like a short story of is him interacting with just making a deal with somebody and I want it to be in the tone of the boys in Bambolini and that person to be a very tongue-in-cheek very like uh, obvious stand-in for someone who's way too addicted to League of Legends and that could be the person <laughs> <who> would, <laughs> he just rains misery on this person because they're super just another game, game. <laughs> one more game I was queuing First up every all, night <laughs> I think the champion I would want to see, if he's in Piltover and Zahn already, I think Jinx would be really fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, his interactions in the game and Legends of Terra is just him being plainly terrified. <laughs> he's just like, wow, there is nothing that can satiate your taste. <laughs> Which there, there really is not. <laughs> yeah. She's like his Mundo. <laughs> Yeah. Very much his own mm-hmm. I kind of like that. <laughs> I'd be curious to get the short story behind it. I mean, kind of touching on Legend of Runeterra a bit. I want the short story behind his contract with, uh, what is it, Jack? Is Jack. Yes, Jack. Yeah. Jack the Shark. I want to know more about that. Did I want to know why he that? needs a contract to try and uh, feast on the people in his hall instead of just being a demon and being able to feast there mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, I'm sure he could if he wanted, but he's got to get something out of this Jack contract. I want to know what it is. Oh, it's a big know. missed opportunity. The, 
when Jack came out, it was the same, or or I think close to the same update where they moved Tom Kench out of rotation. So they stopped doing card interactions Aww. with Tom Kench in general. So, yeah, it's a shame. We'll, we won't see that interaction with Jack for a while. That's real rough. I wondered. I just assumed they just didn't want to fill anything out. I guess I didn't think about the fact that, awesome. yeah, they would be dropping yeah. the interactions. Hmm. That is a shame. Mm. <sighs> well, uh, do we want to go over The Gambler's Woe? Yeah. Yes. By sure. Anthony Reynolds Lenny. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, Rebecca, this is one of those, one of those like audio, audio play. I don't know. Is that like a, a kind of kind of way to describe it? We've gone through it with like Fizz had one. Um, yeah. Nautilus. Nautilus and Pike. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's Lars. It's our, our old friend Lars telling us about yeah. the, his various interactions. Lars, the most popular man in Village Water. Right, <laughs> every champion. <laughs> um, and his interaction with Tom Kinch. Very well very well acted. I still would like to know the voice actor for this because he does a, yeah. a very good job. It's really a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and yeah, and he's essentially talking to us as if we are someone who has just come in from maybe like the dice tables in Village Water, kind of fat with coin. And he's like, ah... You got yourself some coin there, don't you? <laughs> I'm not a gambling man. And he goes into this spiel. I was like, I don't gamble anymore, but I used to. Um, and so what happened was, as like completely without, like apropos nothing, he just launches in. He's deep about, in his cups at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he was pretty poor. He he had a single gold kraken, which I think is the one from Fizz. Is that because he's like, oh, I could tell you where I got it, but you wouldn't believe I me. I think that's the notion, right? Because yeah. I, mean, I think the Fizz episode was before this one. Yeah, they're in order, mm-hmm. I think, but I didn't right. check the order. They are. Um, yeah. uh, and he's sitting there like, ah, if I was smart, I would have paid my debts and I would have gotten a new job. But Tom Kinch swung by and is like, hey, you know. <laughs> Why should you be doing a, doing harpooning, which is a fairly rough fucking job? You could have a ship and let other people do the work. Uh, and the, you can do it with the dice. And so he kind of agrees, and he has a wild night of gambling. He wakes up, like, middle of the day, doesn't know where the fuck he is, but he looks at the, the, the dresser, and there's all the winnings. More than enough to buy a ship, start his own venture. But why should you just buy one ship when you can have a whole fleet of ships? And off the, he goes. And then he's just like, I was just kind of lost in the sauce, right? Like, I was just gambling, and I would make a fortune and lose a fortune and win it all back. And it just it hit a point where, you know, I was just caught in the, he describes it like being caught in the whirlpool, just spinning down. And at some point, I kind of forgot why I was even doing it. I was just like so caught up in the chase. Uh, and then I started losing, and I started losing big, and I started trying to make it back, and I started losing more, and I would lie and cheat and steal, and I lost all my friends from you know, betraying them, and it got to the point where I was even more broke than I was before. I was sleeping in the gutters and eating rats if I was lucky, and drinking from puddles. Um, he even sold his own leg for chum for money, which is... <laughs> I didn't know they did that in Bilgewater, but damn <laughs> They'll do anything in Bilgewater. It's true. And eventually old Tommy Kinch shows back up and puts that same old gold kraken in his hand. He's like, well, Lars, you know, we can always find you another fortune if you just hop in my mouth. <laughs> and Lars is like, I was tempted. I almost got in that shit. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's fine. I said no, and I don't gamble anymore. But I still kind of want to. And he does say, like, I can't really blame Tom Kinch. I mean, yeah, he led me to the cliff edge, but I did throw myself off it. Um, and he's talking about how, like, he can't even really remember the time he spent. So he doesn't even know if he had a good time doing it. 
Uh, but the moral of the story is, don't make a deal with Tom Kent. You've always got more to lose. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick note. I um, struggle with reading, and I completely forgot that this was done by the official League of Legends, where they made this into audio drama. So I listened to a short story by this podcast channel called Prestige Edition. And the way that they do his voice so completely different to the audio drama, it's very like... Well, let me tell you the story about how I meet Tom Cage. I had a coin and I gave him cracker. Like Corky? Or and like, I always tend to like an old prospector. <laughs> fuck, I gotta listen to that so bad now. Uh, yes, um, for anyone who's interested, they do st- uh, both the bio and stories for a lot of the champions. So if you struggle like me with reading, uh, they're a fantastic listen. Oh, nice. cool. Nice. Excellent. I'm, I'm love. I'm. I really want to go f- hear that interpretation of it. Does it? Does it really change like the tone of the whole thing? Yes, okay. completely. <laughs> I I pictured him as a very like sort of short uh, fisherman, like not not someone who would do harpooning at all. Mm. Just Amanda <laughs> would just be on the ship and just get a paycheck because he was there. <laughs> just a, a seat filler, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> the meet the quota, right? If you will. Interesting, very interesting. But yeah, it's really well voice acted. Like, I would really love to find this guy's credit because he just does a such. It makes me curious how much of this was like explicitly written. Like, I'm sure a lot of it was, but there are little like just little touches to like the way he says things or will kind of like add in a you know begging your pardon type thing. And it's like, did he just like he was he just in the character and like in the booth was doing that? I don't know. I get that sense yeah. a little. Um, and yeah. It, uh, it's it's really neat to picture, like I said, the way he's talking about it. It's just like, oh yeah, this is so apt to describe that feeling of like, man, even after all the shit I've been through, I still kind of <laughs> want to do it. Yeah. And it's, it just tugs at him every day. Like, yeah. I, I could go back to the dice. It's $5 men's down like, it. <laughs> it's happy the good thing about Tom Kent is like, not only will he take everything from you, but he could, he will also give just enough back that he can keep feeding yeah. <laughs> for as long mm-hmm. as he wants to. <laughs> yeah, he gives you and that he, rope to hang yourself with, right? He leaves enough, like, small reminder. Like, for with the woman pulled over, it was the fact that she didn't have her hair anymore, the tip of her finger, the idea that she could turn back and he'll be there. And same thing with him. This is that he remembers the coin that he gave to Tom Kench. That's the start of the deal. And that if he wants to get inside that mouth at any point all he has to do is just turn around and he'll 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 just be right there <laughs> tom can like, if you want just let me just want to get in this mouth just let me know call this number <laughs> five 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 us. big mouth <laughs> old yon belly. 1-800 old yon <laughs> Seniors are standing by until 4 p.m. <laughs> I fall in and I can't get up. <laughs> Can somebody help me? <laughs> I've got you. <laughs> Grab this slippery tongue. <laughs> you need to get to the hospital? <laughs> hospital? <laughs> I'll follow the kid. Oh my god. You That's what like, you do for me in game all the time. You just take me to the hospital. <laughs> 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 when you play Tom Kench, <laughs> I just I got you. Put me in the hospital. <laughs> Shit, I liked it in this one too. He does 
Lars does a Tom Kinch impression, which is also kind of funny to, to hear. He's yes. not bad or anything. It's just funny. No, no. Also, Tom Kinch like is laughing a bunch in this, and it's like we're we're, we're slowly, surely heading into fall, and it makes me think of like ooh, spooky sound soundtrack was playing behind yeah. Lars. There's a creaky <laughs> gate, you know. There's some spooky mm-hmm. laughter. <laughs> the I've wind. been listening to like. <laughs> Halloween lo-fi on YouTube. You know how they recommend you all these? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, but this is... I recommend listening to it over reading it. Um, they work his like theme song in and all the other musical cues. It's really cool. Which we didn't talk mm-hmm. about, but fucking slap. Oh, his theme song's oh, real yes. good. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the music at the end is, and I can't remember. I know I've heard it a bunch of times. I think it's just a Bilgewater song. It might be the song, Bilgewater theme, I think. Because okay, they kind of always so, play yeah. that at the end of his the, yeah, each end yeah, of the yeah. Time. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, did we want to do the cinem like his his uh his teaser. cinematic that also just kind of like yeah, yeah it's another, another story, story. <laughs> yeah. it's just another short story sure. yeah sure yeah I mean it it is just Tom Kench just again is telling a tale right about some. Some gambler spinning a yarn, spinning a yarn, right? Come on down, sit on yes. Tom's lap. Um, yeah, it's him spinning a yarn. I stitched his jacket and I can stitch you a story. <laughs> That's really good. That's a good line. Uh, he's telling a tale about a gambler who, you know, was down on his luck and needed help, and Tom Kinch cut him a deal. Uh, he could take him anywhere he wanted. The whole world's a river, and Tom Kinch is the king. Uh, and so the gambler takes the deal and he goes off to, they don't specify where, I guess I kind of assumed Piltover, but I don't know that for a fact. Um, it's not specific, but he, you know, it seems good for a little while. He finds a nice young, pretty bride and they're, they're getting married. And on the day of the wedding, Tom Kent shows back up and eats the gifts and he eats the gold. Uh, did it specify that he ate the wedding party or I assume he did, but I think so. Yeah. But, but as he's there, no, the bride's boy. like, like no, not now. It's funny because Tom King just like imitate, like almost My mocking. Grandma. Like, Aunt Fester or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> whatever. Um, and he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I got this this burning in my belly to, to fill it up and it, this is the last time I swear and she's like oh okay that's cool now let me turn around and just not look at you <laughs> and uh, and then Tom Kinch eats her and I assume the gambler I don't it, it, he only talks about eating her and crunching up her bones and stuff but uh, he this was uh, one of the very few times that Tom Kench has done something sort of sadistic where after he eats the wife, he does it right in front of the new, like, husband. Like, right in front of the gambler uh, from the very beginning to, to after a very visceral description of him cracking his jaw open to, like, consume her. Um, how I visualized it, the way that he described it, was like, you were the fool that let me in. And then, like, cuts, ends the story. Um, so it's one of the very few times where Tom Kench does something to, like, terrify someone at the very end. Sure. Um, sort of digs it into like, him at the end there. A very Game yeah. of Thrones sort of, like, death. <laughs> I think it's one of those, like, because, you know, he, the, his, his technical, like, what he's feeding on in all of these cases is somebody's sense of loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those, like, 
I can probably make him feel even worse about this. I need to make make sure he knows this is all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you're ugly. Like he's like really digging it in. <laughs> Just rolls a quick cutting words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then the whole thing is kind of told through these, I guess, almost storybook pages that sort of are flying across the surface of this river and, and falling in and stuff. So you kind of see the little images of the the story happening. Um. But yeah, I like it. I, I do prefer. Oh, go ahead. No, you. Go. I was just gonna say I, I prefer his other deceptions a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this one he just sort of like he let him go somewhere and then just showed up later and ate everything. He didn't like yeah. really torture him across the, the span of, of time. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. I don't. I mean, it's still pretty neat for a teaser. I do wish that like mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish it rhymed because the way he talks. <laughs> <laughs> this is such like a nitpick shit, but the way he talks, he has these like specific sort of pauses as if there is like a, a rhyming structure that is there, but it's not. And I find it very frustrating to listen to a little bit. Mm. Where it's like, I, and every now and then there's like lines that sort of rhyme. I don't know. It's like just, you know. I think you've been reading too many baby books, Mark, maybe. <laughs> maybe I have. <laughs> Old Tom Kinch, he's we sitting need, on the bench. Right. Came to the wedding and Tom Kench baby book. Oh, I would absolutely read. <laughs> oh. I kind of, I really wish Riot would make maybe not a baby book, but like a think like scary stories to tell in the dark, like something mm. with a really cool art style mm. about the the demons they've got. Maybe not Evelyn. The demons. She's a little more PG thirteen, but like yeah. Tom Kench, Fiddlesticks. Maybe you can introduce a couple new ones. You know, that could be cool. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, considering that the new new Willop game is going to be something that I feel like they could advertise to a lot more younger audience as well yeah yeah for sure and then have Tom Kent show up and eat (laughs) (laughs) no I'll save you Willop I'll save you a lovely TV dinner (laughs) (laughs) now Tom Kent is also mentioned in several stories oh Oh. So, first up, we have an intimate evening at Oyster Bill's, where Graves says, Sweet Tommy Kench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have the boys in Bombolini, where Graves says, Sweet Tommy Kench. <laughs> Look at that sucker burn. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we gotta mention Tom Kench for uh, He's also in The Will of the Dead, which is that uh, new Alawi York piece. Um, he's just referenced, uh, you know, there's a line there, uh, you cannot kill him, Bartek told Alawi, his lips parted in a wide, toothy smile like the River King's catfish mouth. Mm. Mm. Um, Mm. he shows up in Shadow and Fortune, chapter two. She grinned through her fear, this is misfortune, as she spun into cover behind a weather-worn stone bollard of the River King to reload. On impulse... She leaned over and gave his toothy grin a kiss. Huh. What a whore. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Tom Kink will just let anybody kiss him, I swear. I know, right? (laughs) And the last... He's a know, The last thing is actually in the Ruined King game. There's a journal entry from a lady... Um, a lady. <laughs> uh, which reads Dearest brother My dreams are coming true Adams asked for my hand in marriage Who could have guessed that a longshoreman's daughter Like me could take the hand Of a Damasian lord 
It's as they say, anything is possible in Bilgewater, particularly if the River King is involved. You see, to Adam, I was always a wealthy merchant's daughter. The River King is taking care of it. He's a good blessing for a wedding. A and don't protest. The plans are already coming together. Adam's family will take care of most of it. My portion comes through an inheritance from my merchant father. The River King's provided that for me, too. Problem is, for all Adam knows, I'm an only child, so I can't have you at the wedding. And we probably won't talk for some time. If you love me, you'll understand. You have your slaughter docks, and I have this. Take care, and have fun working at the docks, my dear brother. Are you fucking kidding me? You dick. Can you imagine getting that letter? <laughs> I feel like even Tom Kench would be insulted. <laughs> I never said he couldn't come to the wedding. Like, he can come to the wedding. <laughs> you just do that shit in yourself. The more the merrier. Right. Uh, so I have a bit from the Champion Insights here, too. Where okay. they're talking about they're talking about his kit, right? And it sounds really strong. And it's kind of like an imaginary Q&A. So the, the imaginary question here is, but Xenon, how is that fair? I just spent all my CC on this guy. We were about to kill him, and then suddenly General Gulp comes in and whisks him away? Well, yes, imaginary FAQ person. But let me tell you about a few things I added in to help balance things a little. First of all, as I mentioned, while Tom Kench has a pretty swell devour ability, he lacks a lot of the traditional tools that tanks usually carry around. He can't lock down enemies at will, for instance, and he has no, absolutely can. no utility AOE tools oh, wow. <laughs> that your average punching bag usually brings to a fight. Secondly, while eating an ally to keep them safe is super clutch, uh, uh, the ability does come with some baked-in drawbacks. It's a short range, meaning Tom, who will not be uh, the tankiest man in the game, will have to stand <laughs> close to your team, which, man, they really none of this aged well. All that. <laughs> Like, you fools! <laughs> you ruined it! Yeah. <laughs> That's so, uh, so. No wonder they don't want you to find this anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuck. That's very funny. <sighs> so funny. Man, I would have really preferred a, like a Tom Kench sort of like scandal. <laughs> like. <laughs> like his news got leaked? Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he what does he look like under too? those two coats? <laughs> What's he hiding? What's he hiding? Does he have two of anything else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he looks anything like this picture he sent me. I think he's catfishing me. Hey. <laughs> we should have stopped you when we had the chance. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's gone. It would have been him secretly who wrote the article about himself, too. To like satiate <laughs> people's greed, uh, like so. oh man, I really want to see what Tom Kench looks like underneath those two coats of his. I gotta well. be honest, we're joking around a lot. I don't want to see what Tom Kench looks like under the. You know what? I do. I don't know why I said you that. You really flip flopping. You're just like <laughs> more wow, curiosity so here. Like, you're tempted. You, he's like, I, I know I shouldn't, but I must. I gotta see what. It's like a car accident. I gotta get a peek. You know. There's nothing, there's nothing much underneath his two coats. The plush has nothing. Oh, they didn't make, they didn't make him anatomically accurate. accurate him. Yeah. Not lore no. accurate plush, Not man. lore accurate. Mm. Fuck. 
Uh, now, he's also been a couple cinematics, too. Or, if, you know, a few. Three. Mm-hmm. Technically <laughs> more than a couple. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so he shows up in Ignite, the 2016 World's Anthem, where right at the end, when Faker's team is doing their final push, Tom Kench eats his ash, which... That's all right. Good uh, before, yeah. before Warwick can get her, but he gets wrecked by Meganar anyway. Nice. That was probably when he uh, wasn't the tankiest man in the I game. I think so, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then in the giant cinematic, there are Master Chef Tom Kench and Culinary Master Food Menus. Ooh. And uh, then there's the Monuments of Power cinematic, which is when he got released into Legends of Runeterra, which is a very different and kind of badass view of Tom Kent yes. where he's just washing through Bilgewater fucking flooding everything and he's bigger than the entire city and just like consuming the whole thing it's yeah like, it hell. he's like he's like Brendan Fraser's the mummy style like big exactly. water wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is very if they cool. ever do like either like a live action you know like back to action sort of movie or they do like a animated I want Brendan Fraser to voice act Tom Kent I want the guy who voices Tom Kench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want Brendan Fraser to play Tom Kench, but Tom Kench's voice actor is also in the suit. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like both of them, like Brendan Fraser and the voice actor. And the voice actor. Oh, that's why you need two coats. Yeah, there's, gotcha. two, okay, yeah. Yeah. there's two people. There's two men in there. Yeah, two yeah. men. Tom, Tom Cage is just two dudes in a, in a trench coat. He's like the little rascal. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, I've got a little quote game for you here. Okay. Okay. I blacked it out so that you wouldn't I accidentally did see. look at I'll ahead, look over so. here. Let me get my wine though first. Now, I will say I did. Now you're gonna have to. Oh, you. I did read his quotes relatively recently, so we'll, I'll try and... Mark. It's all right. You do your best, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read ten quotes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to tell me if this is a Tom Kench quote or some bullshit that I just made up. <laughs> okay. okay. I like it. Trying to pull a little fastball <laughs> on us. I was sitting here for the past... I apologize. I was in here for the past 40 minutes of who you were going to do the comparison with. And now this is random bullshit, right? It's, it's me, baby. Tom Kent or John. We wanted to, I was, Tom Kent John. John, to, John told me about this and I was like, I wish we had written down over the years some of the shit that Mark has said because if is it Tom Kent or is it Mark would have been a great fucking game. Really great. Because Mark will just lay down these wild Tom Kent-like lines that you're like, what are you, what? <laughs> if you guys ever do a Rufus episode, that'd be a great game. That would be really during. good. Alright, okay, we'll see. Right, go ahead. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> Girl, you're crazier than a mouse in moonshine. A mouse in moonshine. I'm gonna say that's some shit you made up. I think you would start with a Tom Kench, but I don't know. I'm just going with some shit you made up. I think it's Tom Kench. That's definitely Tom Kench. I know that. That was the quote I almost did. I think. Oh, nice. I think that is Tom Kench to Diana. Diana. Yes. Oh, nice, Diana. I know it's such a weird pick. I would assume Uh, it's gonna be James. Yeah. I actually thought I played Tom Kench very recently, and weirdly enough, it was against Diana. Oh, there you go. Exactly what he you said. The all right, I'll track. answer all these first because I don't play Tom Kench all right, all right. at all. So <clears throat> I say you're as graceful as an eel on horseback. I I can't do this game. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound like some shit that you'd say. But it also sounds like some shit that Tom Kench would say. I'll say it's Tom Kench. 
I'd say it's John. I think that's a John OG. That's that's a John OG. God damn it. I'm not going to get any of these. <laughs> <clears throat> Girl, you're as appealing as a cake in the rain. John. That's John. That's Tom uh, Kinch. Shit. Tom Kinch? That is Tom Kinch to Jana. What? Huh? <laughs> Somebody left the cake out in the rain. Is that song right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that I've ever heard. Did she just gonna... make up a cake in the rain song? Uh, right. No, that's actually is this, is this the cake by the ocean song I've been hearing so much about? Uh, <laughs> it's from Space Ghost. Cake coast by coast, the actually. ocean and November rain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> purple rain. Um, <laughs> you're as elegant as an outhouse in a leper colony. Jesus Christ. That's horrible. <laughs> Do they have l- people with leprosy in the Runeterra universe? John did this. And don't call them <laughs> lepers. It's very insulting. John. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> well, don't worry, John. You're off the hook because that's Tom Kench. <laughs> that is Tom Kench to Caitlin. Well, so- what? <laughs> Someone should tell Riot that that's a, like a really degrading term. And they shouldn't use it. <sighs> All right. Noted. <laughs> Girl, you're a few arrows short of a quiver. Alright, is that to Quinn? And I'll say it's Tom Kinch. Everybody else guess. I'm gonna say it's Nar. Oh, I, I like Nar. Nar. I think that's John. Like, that's not a Tom Quench or John quote. It's a Tom, a Tom Quench. Quench. Nar quote. <laughs> that's, that's his <laughs> Moth Red Energy Drink <laughs> spinoff. Tom <laughs> Quench. <laughs> Quinch, <laughs> stupid Red Quinch Bull ads. Agreed. Oh, the Red Bull ads. That would be oh, great. Awesome, Give me 10k for that. <laughs> Red Bull gives you fins. Yeah. No. <sighs> that one was a miss. Damn. It's okay. They can't all be winners, honey. You had some good ones this episode. You missed all the shots. Who was that? Was that? We never got the answer on that one. Uh, that was two Tom Quenches and a John vote. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a Nar vote. What the fuck? Yeah, right, yeah. Sorry, about? Uh, that was a that was a Johnism. That's not a Tom Kench oh. quote. Uh, although the there is a Tom, uh, there is a very similar Tom Kench quote that says, "You're a few candles short of a lantern to Jax." <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I'm surprised you didn't have any quotes to Jax about like, "All you want is eggs." <laughs> <laughs> I have so many eggs over here. I don't have enough. Let me introduce you to calamari. Your dozen you have eggs any short. Idea. Your How dozen many eggs, eggs short. <laughs> Your dozen eggs short of a chicken. <laughs> I like that a chicken is only eggs. That's uh. right. It's just it's just under the feathers. It's just eggs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You look as bright as shadow in the shade. You? I actually don't know. Tom I think Kent. it's John. Yeah. John? That one is me. That's too clever. I have literally gotten every single one of these wrong, by the way. <laughs> that's, a, that's like too good. Uh, you're as quick as a turtle on molasses. Uh, Tom Kench. My grandma. It's Tom, Tom Kench. <laughs> That's Tom Kench to Yasuo. Boy, you're as strategic as plate mail in a thunderstorm. That's really clever if you came up with that. 
I don't. Uh, he's been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom, so I'm going to say it was John. <laughs> yeah, I think that's John. Again, too clever. Too clever for your own good, my friend. <laughs> that is a Johnism. I got one right! Woo! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I know my man. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Your mustache is as sad as a guppy on a hook. That is Tom Kench to Graves. I think that's also Tom John. Kench. Your guess, Jamie? Tom Kench. That is a Johnism. Damn. Oh. Come up with that one. That's a good one. I like. That's a really clever. What was one. it? A mustache on a what? Yeah. Hmm. What was it again? Uh, uh, your mustache is as sad as a guppy on a hook. Mmm. That I actually struggled the most with that one, trying to think of what would be sad. <laughs> I was like, what else is sad in the world? <laughs> John's just too happy. His wife is just too amazing. And, like, he can't think of sadness. <laughs> Aw, thanks, son. And then final one. You're as subtle as a golden codpiece. Yes, Tom Kench. I know that one. Oh well, you ruined. I should. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I have no. I I have no stakes in this. <laughs> That yeah, was Tom fine. Kench to Darius. I got no fish in this pool. Uh, yeah, you don't put those, fish in uh, a pool. That... <laughs> you might. You know what, Mark? I you put them in Bilgewater where they can to think of trick people into... <laughs> really fast. No, it's good. Anything can be good. a pool, Mark. Shut that's, up. That's true. true. <laughs> hey, that's facts. Anything can be a pool, folks. Come on. Dive on in. It's a pool, I promise. <laughs> uh, now, Tom Kench just has so many amazing quotes here i didn't i didn't write all the ones down that i liked but i did write down uh a bunch of his insults that i i thought were funny uh we have to a collie here uh hiding in smoke young lady you're as sharp as a bag of slugs uh to a moo moo i say you're as fun as a leaky roof <laughs> i say i say i say, I say, I say. <laughs> to ash girl you got as much foresight as a blindfolded mole <laughs> and then I, these are my favorites these were to Azir he really fucking dogs yes. him uh, son your empire was built on sand you're the emperor of mashed potatoes and gravy <laughs> so yo stupid. I would take that though an emperor as humble as he is beloved I like that that's one really that's a good one good. the other two were iffy <laughs> I thought he was going to dog him about being a slave owner, but that one's good, too. Let's see. Uh, to Brom, my mustache will eat yours. <laughs> <laughs> that is so mean, Tom. I was about to be on his side for dogging his ear, but... You're strong like bull and smart like cow. To Brom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, also Aww. to Brom. No, Brom's so smart. So smart. Yeah. See, the funny Let's thing see. is, though, I feel like Brom would be the type of person that would think it would be really that's really funny. Right. Yeah. He would I, love that. I agree. I think he would really <laughs> That's his laugh. <laughs> oh, Santa. Thank you. Santa Brom. <laughs> yeah. Uh then he's got the Tagarin. You live by a code that'll never let you get what you want. Let me take you to her. And then to Katarina. Oh. Oh. Don't starve your heart, child. Let me deliver you to him. Oh. Little Cupid Tom Kench here. Mm-hmm. Cupid Kench. Pew. <laughs> 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 Just with his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Yeah. 
Uh, Jace, <laughs> dumber than a box of hammers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and let's see. Uh, to Timo, you're as likable as a rat in a bridal shop. Aww. I like you, Timo. In the wiki, they spell it B R I D L E. Like a horse bridle, not like like, like yeah, like your like your. <laughs> like, oh, I guess that's, that makes more sense. I suppose. You know, I, guess. Like, I imagine they wouldn't be liked in either of them. I feel like it's worse in a in a bride. Like here comes the bride bridle shop. They mm. probably don't give as much of a shit about rats <laughs> in a horse shop. I don't know what the fuck do I. Know? I mean, maybe he like the chews through shop. the straps, so okay. you like you know attach the bridle and then maybe he just scares climb the horses. in and fall off. Do horses are horses spooked by rats? No, it's elephants. Uh, everything spooked by rats, according to cartoon. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. John knows all of his intel, like all of his knowledge of the universe is exclusively from cartoons. One hundred percent. Tom's not spooked. Well, Jerry's a mouse. I guess that doesn't count. Mm. <laughs> but that's uh, that's that's Canon Tom Kench. What y'all? What y'all think? It's great. There's um. You know, I like Mark. There's not a lot here, but I felt like that was that was good. That was what I needed. I think all I need now is just in general more info about the demons. Mm-hmm. And if I ever get anything more about Tom Kench, it would be like it just related to that, uh, like about about his backstory or anything yeah. like that. Just knowing more about the demons and maybe where they come from, their knowledge of each other, and if they ever interact with mm-hmm. each other, would be mm-hmm. really interesting. I would like more. I'd like him to show up in more places like the Ruined King, I, where he yeah, doesn't show yeah, up, but you I hear like stories that, yeah. about him told by other people. I, I think also, that's a really more cool... More of these legends is just really fun if they ever want to release more of those. Sure, yeah, more more Orn, like an Orn treatment, right? It's just more and more yeah, stories. Yeah. Tons of fun. Um, I will say, yeah. he is in Legends of Runeterra. I didn't find a ton to, to speak about, but because his card plays alongside Soraka, they have some lines, and I love that the, the interaction is like Soraka, like I'll I'll find the good in you yet, Tom Kinch, and I love the idea of that like a situational comedy with those two, where it's like, oh my god, <laughs> she's like oh she's the plucky like you know always ever helpful, and he and he's just like. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's like Cheedy and Eleanor from The Good Place. <laughs> I love the idea of Tom Kench. Kench. (laughs) Oh no, no, Eleanor's Tom Kench. That makes more sense. (laughs) Tom Kench quoting philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. Oh, oh, Chidi is a little (laughs) Ciroc. So cute. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Amy. Thank you. Do you have any. uh, you have anything you want to plug before uh, before you head out? I, socials or s- streams or anything like that? I wish. Uh, <laughs> if you ever like listen to this in the future, I may have anything named under Jamie Justice. But for now, um, I usually hop on during the streams. Um, but you may be able to find me in the Discord. Um, but for now, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> This yeah, was uh, yeah. terrifically fun. I enjoyed. Yeah, it a thanks lot. for joining us. It was great of to have you. Yeah. Tons of fun, man. And I love that your plug just doubled as a plug for our stream. It was great. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you can see Jamie Justice on the League of Lowerheads <laughs> Twitch channel. Twitch <laughs> channel. Every Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't roll off the tongue, is it? Yeah, no. 
Uh, well, thank you so much, buddy. Of course. And, uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, we'll of course see you around. We'll probably see you on Saturday. We're yeah. always at our stream. That's true. <laughs> I, well, he is, I'm not. <laughs> yes, I, think you're doing I, more than I like do I come am. in on Mondays, but Mondays are usually ones I work like very late. Mm-hmm. So I just crash immediately. Nice. No worries. Okay. Bye-bye. So long, friends. Not later, Bye. man. Uh, now, he's part of a few AUs. Just a few. Just mm-hmm. a few. First up, we got the grind, which is where they stuff the stuff. earth, the manatee uh, skins. Okay. Which seems like they just maybe couldn't find a good place for those. Um, but the, yeah. In loving memory of earth, a gentle sea cow warrior who now practices with his spatula in the shallow marshes of the great beyond. Good night, sweet prince. And this one is Earth Kench, which has no lore. Sure. Next up, we got Culinary Masters. Culinary Masters, the incredibly popular cooking competition reality series, is streaming now, everywhere, on all platforms. All 1,000 episodes from each of the 50 seasons. Even Culinary Masters superstars and celebrity Culinary Masters. Start binging today. This one is Master Chef Tom Kench. He's the sushi singer, the loquacious pescatarian, the big catfish with a big fish dish. He'll prep you a meal, then cut you a deal. Here comes Tom Kench. Then we got Arcana. High above Arcana, the archetypes, living patterns that shape reality itself, struggle to trace their vision upon the chaos below them. The archetypes recruit perceptive citizens of the world below to amplify their hidden patterns. And the more who magnify an archetype's pattern, the more the world reflects their grand design. This one is Arcana Tom Kench. The epitome of power and opulence, Tom Kench's power drips from his tongue. Its ornate patterns captivate and cajole his listeners. He leverages those he rules, staking his powers to ensure the patterns always shift in his favor, correcting his subjects who have gone astray. Is it cajole or cajole? It's cajole, okay. I think. <laughs> right after I said it, I was like, that was wrong, but it was too late. I was no, on a roll. The, I was on the, a carole. You're in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Corolla? <laughs> he was in his Corolla. Sorry, I mean, like, I know you said a lot, like, a whole thing, and, like, the only thing I uh, zoom in on is, like, uh-oh, John just said something wrong. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I'll just... That's, that's one of those words I've only ever read, and so I don't know how to say it. <laughs> So I didn't even notice. I was like, oh, I didn't know that's how you said that. Oh. <laughs> but fajitas and H, why not Cahol? Cahol. Now that you said it again, it's so fucking dumb. Cahol. <laughs> well, fuck me. I <laughs> Just digging yourself deeper into that hole. <laughs> oh no! Jamie came back on camera just to shake his head at me. You know what's, gr- you know what's great is you're gonna have to crop around all that shit. By the way, <laughs> I think he's changing position. Ah, fuck it. He can just, he can just, he can stay there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next we got uh, Sean High Scrolls. Uh, Sean? Maybe. Yes. Who fucking knows? 
I feel bad because I just there's nothing more embarrassing to me than when I say a word wrong and I feel terrible and like now I'm just I, like I'm so sorry I'm making fun of you I genuinely don't think you're stupid after all the time. Well, thank you for saying that. I'm glad we I'm glad we got that out there. <laughs> when the fabled Shan or Sean High scrolls, <laughs> gods and mythical creatures roam magical lands, He's wielding so the power of the elements. Some are content to live with the palette they've been given while others wish to jump beyond the borders and paint their lives with a new brush. And no, this, this is cool. I know, mm-hmm. right? I don't think I'd ever actually seen it before. This is Sean slash Shan High Scrolls Tom <laughs> Kench. Once a catfish, Tom Kench dreamed of becoming a dragon. Aww. Upon Jin's release from his waterfall prison, a magical pearl was unearthed at its base, catching both Tom and Kogma's eyes. Snatching it first, Tom transformed into a dragon god of currents and unleashed a maelstrom of startling ferocity laughing at the ensuing destruction nice i feel like i could be wrong i feel like isn't there like an actual like i might be chinese i could be wrong like folktale about like a carp or something that wants that turns into a dragon or something like that it oh. makes me wonder if this is that's in reference to it all i don't know i maybe. have no yeah, potentially right big maybe sorry <laughs> I like it. Sure. All right. Next, we got Lunar New Year, and this is uh, part of the Lunar Rebel line. Uh, It's time to look back, to celebrate with family and friends, to join together and remember all that has happened, the good and the bad. And as the fireworks light up the night sky, we look forward to a new year filled with wonderful memories with the ones we hold dear. This one is Coin Emperor Tom Kench. Craving the smell of coins over all other earthly delights, Tom Kench rises from his river kingdom each lunar revel, seeking to barter with mortals. Though his targets are almost always left destitute, with the proper reverence and careful wording, it is possible to escape his bargains unimaginably wealthy. And there's a cinematic to go with this one, too. Uh, Fortune favors the lucky, which we talked a bit about in the Silas episode, but here are some Tom Kench details we didn't delve in on because it wasn't important at the time. Uh, so while Vane and Sejuani are chasing around the little pig who kind of stole their Lunar New Year envelope, uh, the pig runs into Tom Kench, who looks at him hungrily. And then the scene kind of shifts to Silas and Vane fighting. And Silas is actually winning at that point. But then Tom pops up and eats Vane. In his stomach, Vane finds the pig, which Tom Kench has apparently also eaten. (laughs) Uh, and she gets something from that pig and then pops out of Tom Kench's belly with a super pig-empowered crossbow, which is how she was able to 1v1 Silas, that and his awful gameplay. Ouch. Damn. Which I think, I'm pretty sure her ult in that skin gives her, like, a piggy crossbow. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then, finally, we got High Noon Gothic. At the height of the Industrial Revolution, travelers begin pouring into the untamed West, searching for fortune and prosperity among the unknown horrors of a cruel and ancient world. It is a time of brave gunslingers and rotten scoundrels, inscrutable gods and savage demons. And this one is High Noon Tom Kench, who is the fourth harbinger. Tom Kench is a magnanimous devil happy to lend a magical sword to a lady in need, or to assist her in robbing the sulfur rail, or even to deliver her to a calamitous destiny as a fellow harbinger of the end of time. He don't need no compensation. 
she'll just owe him a favor. Because in the end, it pays to have friends. And uh, he is mentioned in the short story, The Stranger on the Road, which is mostly a Talon piece. But there is a prophecy in it that talks about the five harbingers and includes this. From the east, the fourth harbinger travels through the deep waters of the world, his appetite for all things unsated and unstoppable. He'll consume everything until there ain't nothing left to consume. It's very Tom Kenji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Kenji. <laughs> <laughs> is that your nickname for him? <laughs> Kenji Poo. Kenji Poo. <laughs> Uh, I got some fun facts here. Yay! Cool. Tom Kench is voiced by Pat Duke. Nice. Awesome job. Yep. He did it. He did it, Pat. <laughs> Avid listener of our podcast, Pat Duke. Pat Duke. <laughs> Get in the comments, Pat Duke. <laughs> uh, he was in production for seven months, um, during which time he was called Fish Tank, Fez Tank, Two coats and two coats with a K. <laughs> no longer two coats, but, <laughs> but two coats. <laughs> Which I think I think they did it with a K because uh, the the K O A in coats is you know kind of similar to to koi there, or, but it's you know an A instead of an an I. So I don't know. I don't Fuck me. I, I guess I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know why else they do it. Why is it just got a K now? It's still just two coats. It's like Tom Kench. Then. But but his name was two coats. <laughs> Yeah, I just love that they clearly came up with the the fish tank thing first, and then they're like, okay, we'll figure out a champion that's that. But fish tank is fucking hilarious, so let's do. Let's, <laughs> what can know, we do right? with that? <laughs> uh, before Tom Kench's release, his laughter could be heard if a champion laughed while standing in Summoner's Rift River. Oh, that's so cool! That's pretty cool. Only once per match, and only by the champion who was laughing. That would scare the shit out of me. Are you kidding? Right? Right? It's a creepy laugh. They gotta do more of that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, they kind of do for most champion releases. They have these tiny things. We don't play enough Rift to notice. That's fair. Until they put it on ARAM like they did for Volibear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Which was terrifying. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, Tom Kench represents the foibles of mankind, an individual's inner flaws. His name and appearance change from culture to culture and person to person. Um, and I mentioned before, his current name comes from a Bilgewater gambler who appears in his teaser video, uh, while his in-game appearance is based on how people from Bilgewater see him, um, as he's kind of more culturally important and relevant there. Hmm. He has no real name, no form of his own, only those that he takes. Hmm. Neat. Yeah. Uh, Tom Kench can eat whatever he wants, but his specific appetites are only sated when he strikes a bargain. Hmm. Uh, the River King would view the newly flowing rivers in Sharima as a new market opening up for fresh deals with naive mortals. Ooh, I love that. It can be pretty fun. You got, seems like you have a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of desperate people yes. in Sharima, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Kench is one of the few champions who can apply crowd control to themselves. <laughs> Uh, Tom Kench's dance has him play his own theme song uh, with his tongue, kind of strumming on it like a banjo. Yeah, really, that's funny. And if he dances near Rift Scuttle, she'll dance with him. Aww. Scuttle shows up in that tr- in that teaser. Now that I think about it, steals one of the pages. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also yeah. shows up in uh, Rift. Rift Scuttle is what he is uh, cooking 
in the Master Chef. Oh, oh really? no. <laughs> what happens after they dance? Love them and leave them, Tom. Love them and eat them, really. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's cooking a riff scuttle and he's got a Poro in a cage. Oh, rough. Ruin. Champion Ruin. <laughs> this is the Ruin King. The right. Ruin yeah. King. <laughs> the Ruined River King. He should have some line towards Viego about that shit. That'd be good, actually. Yeah, right? That would be really good. Yeah, I mean, if he came out after Viego, yeah, he for sure yeah. would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Kench's design and playstyle may be loosely based on the Banderhob, who's a toad-like creature from Forgotten Realms, which kidnaps unsuspecting victims by swallowing them alive and carrying them to its master's lair. Hmm. I will. Okay. <laughs> uh, in Valorant, on the ascent map, which is mid bottom, I guess, uh, or in the mid bottom, there's a park bench crafted in Tom Kench's likeness, which is oh. most likely a reference to the unbench the Kench meme. That's fantastic. Okay, well, now we gotta go play Valorant again. <laughs> we gotta defend no. that Kench bench. <laughs> um, and we talked about this a little bit too, but Tom Kench has an active contract with shipowner Jack, the winner, who runs fighting rings and other enterprises, and he frequents his establishments looking for forlorn patrons. Hmm. And the contract itself can be seen in his level-up animation in Legends of Runeterra. Hmm. Signed by Jack. Yep. And that's Tom Kench. That's Tom Kench. That's Tom Kench. It is. I like it. Yeah, any final thoughts? I would like I would like Riot to put out a skin line that is the trial of the century and they introduce simple country lawyer Tom Kench, who is the rival lawyer to Dragus <laughs> Esquire, and then you get a bunch like I don't know, a judge, like Judge Jace with his hammer. <gasps> A court reporter to sit alongside news reporter like Weather Girl Jana or whatever. I don't know. Like shit like that. That is so good. Right? And actually, I mean, that does remind me. We talked about this a little bit in the Callista episode, but there is kind of like a t- little tidbit that Callista has been sent after Tom Kench. Oh, by really? a lot of people. Um, but uh, never... He always has a contract, so he never actually betrayed anyone. So <laughs> no, that I do want to see. I want to see the arbitration. I love of that. Say <laughs> <laughs> contract. Here to four had dry ink on it for many a fortnight. <laughs> Somebody did that. He always eats them. <laughs> yes. Somebody did that fan art for us. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. During the Callista episode, somebody oh, drew that, yeah. somebody drew that courtroom scene of Tom Kench and Callista in arbitration. Wow, that's it's been, so good. Oh my God. Man, it's been so long since Thank Callista. you so much for that artwork. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's Kench. Well, that was Tom Kench. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads and a Twitch that we mentioned, twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John plays TFT and ARAMs with viewers on Saturday evenings, EST. And then I do um, Summoner's Rift with John and Mark and some other friends sometimes. Um, not with viewers, but you can watch us lose or win. That's League. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one of those too. <laughs> I'm also trying to stream Paleo Thursdays looking like it's probably going to be better. So I'll probably stream tomorrow, which obviously is in the past. But the VOD should be there. <laughs> if you want some just chill, quiet Paleo. As I complain about not being able to romance the older characters in the game. Because <laughs> you can only romance like the 20 year olds. And I'm like, I don't want this kid. I want his mom. His mom's hot as hell. Uh, let's have a YouTube. <laughs> Where we uh, post these videos and clips and things like that. And we have a Discord if you want to join in with people. Find some people to play with League with. Uh, hop on in there. And we have a Patreon. We just posted um, 
Oh my god, which one do we just post? Oh, the Iona versus Noxus show match, and I'm about to post probably tonight or tomorrow. Um, us talking about the Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> the new one, not the one from the '90s. Although you can also find us talking about the '90s Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you so much to all of our patrons. Mm, but a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons: Big Man Gnomes, King of Hearts, Shupa Mustache, Trideka, and uh, changing his name to a, a much more reasonable <laughs> length this time that did not break Patreon. Uh, Joe Mama. That's great. Nice. So. If if you were stuck in a deal with the River King, I would uh, stand in in your place, mm. so you wouldn't, um, you know, lose more of you. Trying beautiful. To, trying you to have fool some Kench. luscious hair to offer Tompkins. So many locks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, please be sure to join us next week as we talk about the Stone Weaver Talia. <laughs>